Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top Japan enthusiast from England, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete is on the bed right in front of me. I, I am on the bed right in front of you. We're in a hotel room in Sapporo. We came up here to see the Snow Festival. I'm fresh from the Onsen, which is built into my hotel. Um, this particular hotel, Onsen, has like an outside bit, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Even though um, we're in the middle of a city? Mm, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, so you like oh. sit in like a little... It reminded me of the video game The Witcher, because that's how that begins. <laughs> uh, the, in the Dormy Inn. In the Dormy Inn. Of course it does. He, 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 sits in the, uh, he sits in a big pool. But it was very, very nice. I'll tell you what wasn't nice. What, what? just happened what one just minute happened? before we started. So I've just come in Pete's hotel room. Mm. I'm at a different hotel. Uh, I'd like to point out that it's tidier than the one in Osaka that time. Yes, Pete's not got a good track record for keeping hotel rooms clean. You've seen our Osaka video from last year. But um, uh, just before we start recording, Pete tossed his chewing gum in the bin, except he missed the bin and the juicy saliva-filled chewing gum rolled Mm. under the bed. Pete then put his hand under the bed to try and get the chewing gum and discovered a pack, uh, a handful of receipts yeah. from the previous person staying in the hotel room. Why they didn't put them in the bin, I don't know. No. But what worried me, as we looked over the receipt, you know, I felt like we'd uncovered something rather terrifying because yeah. the list of things the person had bought from Don Quixote, mm. amounting to 7,000 yen, $70. A lot of money. Was a lot of masks, cleaning products and shampoo. Yeah. And their name was what? Lang Kwai. Lang Wee... No, no, it was Lang not. Wee. It was Lam Wang Ki. Lang Wang Ki. Lam Wang Ki. A man called Lam Wang Ki... Has bought a lot of surgical masks and, and a lot of hand been, cream and a lot of hand cream and shampoo, a lot of hand sanitizer. And I have been staying in this room at the height of what can only be described as a coronavirus. And worse than that, I'm in the room now. So I know I you're in the room it. as well. If you if you got it, I mean well, that could be an interesting story. But if I got it, that's a disaster. <laughs> I mean, I well, the, the Born Japan channel would be doomed. I know. I mean, the podcast... Well, involved. you just have a bad cough for a week and you get back on your feet and do some podcasts. <laughs> well, I am extremely powerful. Uh, but it has been... But it is... But it has been a slightly different vibe, I think, in Japan this time around. Everyone's wearing masks. Everywhere we go. And what I would say is also, they seem to wear masks at strange times. In that... They, it, it's probably no... It's no um, surprise that me and Chris are hanging out with Natsuki and his good lady wife. And they wear their masks as they walk around town, mm. but when they go into a restaurant, 
when you're in close quarters with everybody else and it's nice and warm, they take them off. And so it's kind of like... <laughs> redundant. So a little bit redundant. So well, most, that's most, what most people do. Well, most of the masks don't actually work anyway. There's only mm. one brand of masks that actually seems to work. And right. I don't think Lee Lam Wanky bought those masks. Well, he spent a lot of money. He, he did spend think, a lot, he but it, it wasn't enough. Ones. If I get the coronavirus, I'm going to be angry. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to take it out on a few bottles of corona. Yeah. But okay. apparently, um, because of the coronavirus, and people have been asking me about it all week, given it's a big... Global news story that's mostly affected China. There's only been about 10 cases or less than that in Japan, actually. But Sapporo is a a flashpoint for where it could emerge, given that there's a lot of Chinese tourists that come to Sapporo for the snow festival during the New Year, uh, Chinese New Year. And uh, but luckily, one thing, well, not not necessarily luckily, but uh, they the Chinese government banned tourist groups from Mm. coming or leaving out leaving China. Yeah, Um, and so a lot of um, businesses in Sapporo will suffer with a 20% drop in tourists right. to be expected. So it's well, been bad for businesses. But I've been, uh, I've been keeping up my end of the bargain by just <laughs> eating a lot of uh, scallops and um, sausages. Scallops? And, uh, well, it's scallops, isn't it? Is it, it? scallops it's, or scallops? Well, it's scallops, but people get very... I, I remember being in a swanky restaurant and I asked for scallops. And he went, you mean scallops, sir? I went, and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, <laughs> fuck off. And I went, fuck Did, off. Do you know who I am? I'm a former radio DJ. <laughs> he was so rude, so needlessly rude. So yeah, that's what's uh, that's what's what about the old coronavirus. But we're all right. We're still we're still kicking. We're still li- we're still alive. We're still alive, and you know it's good to good to hang out with mm. you, Pete. Um, yeah. And like all good meetups in Japan, ladies and gentlemen, it starts with a can of Strong Zero. Mm. So there's a there's a can. I just Pete. came back from grab your, uh, a grab really relaxing can. time in the bath, um, in the onsen. I thought, you know what? I've I've got I pulled something on my back. I might go down and get a massage, uh, but instead I've, I'm doing a podcast with Chris and he's brought me a, a bloody strong zero. Nine, 9% alcoholic uh, drink. Cherry flavoured. It's cherry flavoured. It's, it's a bit like, imagine Sprite, mm. but someone mixed, what, what, what would it taste like? What's the equivalent? Um, it's, it's like someone mixed Sprite with problems uh, <laughs> and made strong zero. Well, there was an outcry about this recently. They said it's um, it's so strong and so potent that it's... Dangerous. Well, it's 9%. It's a can of... It's like drinking a a can of beer that's 9%. And how much did you pay for this? About 100 yen. (laughs) Less than a pound. Less than a pound. Because Japanese um, sake, alcohol in Japan, is actually quite cheap, thanks to low taxes. Yeah, cheers. Well, I had some sake earlier on, some warm sake in the... um, Warm sake in the the cold, cold condition. It was very lovely. It was nice. So we've been we've been here two days now. This is our second day. We've got one more day left here. Oh, bloody hell. Pete looks like he's about to be sick. I've been uh. taking a mouthful of... Don't do that on the <laughs> podcast. Get out. Oh, dear. It's been good. That's. I mean, this is the worst part of it, to be honest. It's pretty uh, pretty full on, isn't it? Pretty yep. full on. So it's, our, it's my first time at the Sapporo Snow Festival. It's Pete's first time as well. Mm. And um, so far, it's been pretty cool. We had a blizzard yesterday. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't think it's uh, understating that it's the worst snow I've ever been in. And best snow that I've ever been in. It's kind of a love-hate relationship because snow looks beautiful. Mm. But there was also a blizzard. And it was like people throwing Tic Tacs in your eyes. <laughs> I was pretty painful. I was trying to take pictures, but like my camera could only focus on the snow. So it was really impossible to kind of figure out what it was trying to take pictures of but it was like it was so much fun but when I got back I I was just absolutely caked in snow it was like I'd been on some kind of like the snowman. mission up a mountain 
But um, no, it was really good. We, we what did we do last night? We were sort of well, we went, to, we, we went to up the um, Sapporo Tower. We went up the Sapporo Tower. We? We, it's important to point out we're joined by quite an interesting cast of characters. There's myself and Pete. Rabble. We've got a we've, rabble. We've got a rabble. A crew. Uh, we've got Natsuki mm-hmm. and Natsuki's wife, <laughs> yes. Asami, who is lovely. I, I, she often plays the role of Natsuki's assistant. Natsuki's yeah. like, I want a cigarette. And she'll be like, okay, and we'll go off and get some more. They'll be like, I want a drink. And she'll be like, all right. And <laughs> she's mm. so nice. Mm. She sits there quietly with her mask on. Yeah. But she, I think she seems to enjoy it. Um, we'll never know. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to do an interview with her next time. Um, but we've also got Sharla in Japan mm. from Canada. She's here. Uh, and Shaki, my good friend Shaki, who mm. you may have seen in the... 26 traits Japanese girls want in a guy video I did mm. in August. She's um, very good. She's, she's got a fascinating life where she lives in Leicester she li- in England. She lives in Leicester and she's a um, and she's like um, a all of her videos are about um, kind of um, being a, 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 a what do you call them? flight attendant. Yes. Fascinating. It is pretty weird. It's, it's what a weird life. She yeah, it's like me in reverse. <laughs> Except you don't. Well, review, she lives. So she you lives don't in hair dryers. She lives in the UK, but most of her viewers are Japanese girls. Mm. I live in Japan, but most of my viewers are just foreign boys. Very odd. Very yeah. interesting. There you go. Wow. But she she's awesome um, and a good laugh. And we've been I've been vlogging. I've been doing some rare vlogging mm. as we've been going. Um, so you will be able to watch what we got up to on the second channel, a broad perspective. If you haven't subscribed to it, do check it out. What's the difference between what you do and, and, and vlogging? Is that not well, like, you, you, you I mean, do videos, don't you, I guess? So with a broad perspective, it's like videos that I filmed in a day and mm. then released, like, like edited in a day. Right. It's usually stuff that's just that I can just quickly do. Mm. Whereas Abroad in Japan is like, well, I try too hard to do things. Yeah, well, this time around you've just <laughs> And finished. I overthink it. I think you've enjoyed um, just using a, a GoPro. I or, have. I mean, or GoPro. Or, or GoPro, as you call it. GoPro. I don't call it a GoPro. I call it a, a GoPro. Shut up. A GoPro. Shut up. I'll <laughs> get some co- coronavirus out front of the bed. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I've completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> you bastard. I just enjoy it. Because I've been swigging this strong zero drink, ladies and gentlemen, and Pete's initial grimace when he took a sip of this drink was pretty spot on because it isn't. It doesn't taste good. Well, I've just, I, I walk, I had a little, I want, what can only be described as a Donaldson nap. That's a bit of a classic. It's what I get up to. A um, shot over a hip mole. Walk up from, Roll over onto the bed. Walk up for, from one of those little snoozers. Went down, had a lovely time in the, um, in the onsen that's uh, built into my hotel. And, and now, and then the first thing that um, passes my lips is a, is a strong zero. It's not, it's not a great start. Well, it's I'm intrigued. Sort of a teenager would do. I see this as an experiment. For those of you listening... What by the end of this podcast, when we've drunk the strong zero, we'll mm. know if it's had an effect or not. Well, yeah, you're going to feel so, it. Yeah. That's this. It's an experiment. Yeah, <laughs> an experiment. We have just had. We've just had quite a lot of ramen, so I think we'll be all right. We did. I think we'll be all right. We went to um, a ramen shop called Ipudo. Mm. Ipudo, like I P P U D O. Uh, there's not. I wouldn't recommend like chain ramen chains right. in Japan. Um, I recommended Ichiran before, but now I regret that. I don't really like Ichiram. Right. That's the main one everyone it. knows. Yeah, I don't really like it. it. I don't right. find this soup nice. But if you want to find a ramen shop that's always good, like a chain that just works, mm. Ipudor, they're everywhere. There's not a single city in Japan that doesn't have one. Right. We quickly Googled it when we wanted, when we wanted some uh, ramen, and it's amazing. It's tonkotsu pork broth. Mm. So it's pork, pork braised pork, and that um, oh, was great. Did you like it? It was really good. Really, really good. Creamy was, soup. I wish I'd gone for a slightly hotter version of it. But spicier? Yeah, slightly spicier. But it was very nice, and I ate it all. 
<laughs> just nice to have some veg. I've not been eating a lot of veg. I, I, I got here, spent a day in uh, Niigata, and uh, Chris thought I'd gone mad, or I had some kind of uh, nefarious reason for being up in Niigata. But I just had an extra day. I got here, I went, you know what, I'm going to pop up to Niigata and see what's going on up there. I mean, Pete's a great example of an eccentric traveller who just makes it up as he goes along. There's no plan. Mm. Most people, if they're coming to Sapporo for their second day on a Japan trip, mm. they'd go to Tokyo, they'd have a night there, stay yeah. at a hotel, then fly mm. out the next morning on a nice cheap flight mm. from Tokyo Haneda or no. Tokyo Narita. Yeah. Then there's Pete. He didn't do that. Mm. He got a bullet train to Niigata, uh, which is a nice city. In winter, it's rubbish. <laughs> uh, I've got some good friends there. But... Um, if they've got the sake of any machines, yeah. he didn't do that. Closed. The one reason you'd have for going to Niigata, <laughs> and he didn't do it. I went to the brewery, though. That was fascinating. He did go to the brewery. And I know that brewery because I've been to it, mm. where you get free samples of sake, right? But I kind of just... Kind you just of went for the free on, sake. Well, I happened upon it, because I was oh, walking around a, like a, there's like this historical little kind of just crappy little street that they've turned into some hipstery kind of craft fair kind of shops. Uh, and this old lady made me some dinner. And uh, we had a little chat in my pidgin Japanese. I met uh, I met uh, a couple of uh, gay guys in a in a bar. One Japanese, um, yeah, Japanese gay guys. Oh, in, 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 in quite rare. One of, well, one of them. Well, one of them. It was really sad actually, because actually it was three of them. It was a gay woman and two gay men. Um, one, the, the older man, he was in his forties. He's like sort of salary man sort of looking chap, and he was like saying, "I'm I'm really." jealous of I'm really envious of my friend who worked in the bar who was out he, he, was, a, he was a gay man who was out mm. uh, and he said it's hard for me to, to, to come out and I was like oh that's really it's really sad I hope that man finds peace and comes out one day I don't know or doesn't just be I hope he's happy I hope Poor he's happy guy. with what, is, what he feels he has to do with his life I said mate you only get one life sort it out yeah that's or a- don't sort it out just be happy it's a pretty cool experience to be doing that in Niigata on your first day on a Japan trip. Oh, there was so a, yeah. low travellers to Japan, take note, just do this. Oh, go, just get on a train and just be bold. Go on Niigata because there's because right and maybe do it when it's a bit warmer. But um, it's um, it's genuinely nice, a lovely place, and the people are bloody lovely. Mm. And it's the it's a, it's and nobody speaks English, so oh, God, or, or rarely anybody speaks English. So it's it's got a lot going for it because um, it's quite an authentic Japanese experience and. They're becoming few and far between nowadays, I'd say. Mm, mm. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. snow festivals are poor. I know it's a snow festival. Every second person was British. No, they weren't. They're from the s- Netherlands. Well, and every second person wanted a picture with Chris. <laughs> Had a weird situation where um, uh, we, there were quite a lot of foreign tourists uh, walking around the snow festival. Mm. And uh, a bus of busload of folks from the Netherlands like a college or something must have had some sort of school trip yeah. and there was like 30 or 40 of them got off the bus and um, one of them saw me and was like oh hi Chris can I have a picture and I was like yeah sure that'd be cool we took a photo walked off what I didn't mm. know is they were, on, they were all on a WhatsApp group right? and he uploaded the photo to the WhatsApp group he showed me the photo <laughs> afterwards uh, and then all other the other 40 people on the bus saw this <laughs> and I guess they've been watching a Born Japan videos as part of the research right. for the trip and they made, they all made it their main aim, mm. not to enjoy the sculptures, find... not to enjoy the local delicacy, no. but to try and track us down <laughs> and take photos. <laughs> and about twenty five of them succeeded. <laughs> so we spent most of the snow festival walking around, uh, getting selfies with folks from the Netherlands. It was what? fun though, and they they enjoyed Natsuki. 
Natsuki reveled in the fame. Natsuki, Natsuki loved it. We filmed it all, so Natsuki you've got that to look forward yeah, to. Exactly. Natsuki can turn it on at any point. Natsuki, I think there was no point because we were out in the snow festival for only about two, two or three hours today. But there was at no point did I not see Natsuki with a beer in his hand. A beer and a smile. A beer and a smile. But it's cold out there. It's my. It was minus three. It's going to be minus seven tonight. And I almost oh guarantee he is going to have a beer in his hand at every opportunity. It wouldn't be Natsuki if he didn't. It wouldn't be Natsuki if he didn't. And worst of all, he tried. He he got a group of ten of them, ten mm. of these awesome guys from the Netherlands mm. to harassed me into making Natsuki the movie too. Yeah. It was like, I want another movie. And they were like, yeah, yeah, Natsuki the movie too. Yeah, he was like, I want another movie, let's do it. And they're like, yeah, Chris, make he a loves movie. It. He loves it. Cheeky bastard. It's been good. Um, did, what did you think of all of the um, the, the snow? The snow festival, the snow statue. What do I think of all the snow? What do I think of all the oh, snow? Oh, it's great snow. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I had um, another person I bumped into said they thought it was great, but a little bit overrated. Mm. And what I would say... It's very commercial, about, isn't it's it? It's a bit commercial. Like all it's the, a little bit like the London Christmas lights. I well, think. they had some really beautiful... There was like a palace that had mm. been constructed, a snow palace to yeah. scale, yeah. that had been constructed by 3,600 uh, members of the Japan Self-Defence Force. Right. Just think other got, militaries, got soldiers enlisted to kill in Japan. Sorry. Build a snowman. <laughs> um, but they built this snow palace. It was amazing. But then they adorned it in loads of adverts. And I call mm. the best... Um, all the best pieces of art have been like you know bought out by all these companies like yeah. Asahi Beer and. But I guess a lot of these, you know, that, that's. But that's, that's how they're how, funded. That's how they're funded, yeah. I guess. But that wasn't the issue. It was a bit crowded, mm. a bit too crowded. But for me, the Sapporo Snow Festival isn't just you know lots of sculptures in Adori Park, which is the main place where they are. But it's just the general atmosphere of Sapporo has been amazing. Right, mm. the snow, the lights at night. Like Sapporo is more neon. Uh, the most Japanese cities. I put it like in third place after Tokyo and Osaka. So it's mm. beautiful at night. There's no other city quite like it in the snow in Japan. So you've got the snow, you've got delicious food, uh, you've got a great atmosphere. And that's what the snow festival is for me. It's that mm. kind of encompassing of all those amazing things. Like just the moment you arrive in Sapporo City, you feel kind of the vibe, you feel the atmosphere. And it is just amazing. I really love it. And I'm sad speaking, we have to go tomorrow. Speaking of uh, delicious uh, food, uh, when I got to my hotel... Um, there was a little sign saying there is some delicious seasonal fruit in the uh, fridge for you. And How I was, was like, that? Wow, I was like, delicious seasonal fruit. Enjoy, mm. he said. Um, opened up the fridge. There was a, an ornate glass bowl with a lid. I lifted it up. Two slices of apple and one strawberry. <laughs> delicious <laughs> seasonal left, fruit there. Left behind by the last guy. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Oh. Probably him with his masks. <laughs> Did no, you get no. any like bottled water or anything? Oh yeah, yeah great yeah. bottled water here. Lovely, very nice, very nice. <laughs> One thing uh, we saw today, or I've seen today, walking around, we've passed a few McDonald's's, mm. um, and a lot of people have asked about this. McDonald's has released McDonald's in Japan always ahead of the curve, right? right. They always like to be at the forefront of advanced hamburger technology mm. and various other questionable products. Um, I've only had a fillet of fish this week, so you've had a fillet. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. you gulp that down. Uh, for breakfast, but, <laughs> it's on the breakfast menu inexplicably. But they've released something that's raised a few eyebrows um, around the world. Mm. Um, the McDonald's, and this is what it's literally called: the McDonald's Adult Cream Pie. Wow, I mean that is adult uh, cream pie. What do you think it is? They didn't need the adult in there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it sounds a little bit dodgy, um, 
that, yeah, the adult. But the thing is, in Japan, so in Japanese, this is called otona cream pie, right? Creamu right. pie. Uh, and otona, the word for adult in Japanese, otona, is often used in the Japanese sweets industry to describe like confectionery that has less sweetness than regular brands, and it kind of evokes this sense of high quality and refined flavour. Right, okay. So by using the word otona, like adult cream pie, they thought, yeah, it just sounds decadent and premium. Mm. But I didn't. It just sounds horrifying and disgusting. Yeah, well, a lot of their sweets are like, I mean, we've said it before, quite beanie and stuff like that. So it's not, it's never like ultra kind of like sugar, 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 like a lot of American and, and, and British candy, European candy. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Japanese like, chocolate is pretty good. Delicate. Japanese chocolate's not bad, actually. No, 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 no. I like the macadamia nut um, ones that you can get. I like the chocolate. The chocolate. They were in, in McDonald's, there was a little sign that said, um, a little box where you put your used receipts um, and this is a global company, so they should really have people who can write English. But it just says the receipt of the unnecessary to this, um, which is just clearly been Google translated. But you'd think that you know every part of ja- uh, 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 of McDonald's's um, operation is kind of like checked and triple checked and just in case. But not in this case. No, nope. the receipt of this is unnecessary to this. The receipt of this is unnecessary to mm. this. Yes. Oh, but uh, yeah, it's been good. <laughs> We've still got some time left, so I'm mm. sure we could fit in a McDonald's Ottona adult cream mm. pie. Everyone's you, you and Natsuki smashing back the cream pie. <laughs> me, me and Natsuki enjoying an adult cream cream pie together. Um, everyone's been laughing at the fact that I brought a Super Eight seventies camcorder with me for a giggle. Well, I think it's one of the highlights of the trip. So Pete, <laughs> Pete, ladies and gentlemen, you know Pete's a little bit eccentric, a little bit special. He does things his own his own special way. And he brought an 8mm cam... Is it 8mm? Eight, eight yeah. 8mm camcorder mm-hmm. from the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been filming on it. He's only got like three minutes of footage time on it. Yeah. I think he wasted it all on like one shot of my face <laughs> by accident when held, holding down the button. But it's been quite impressive. We filmed that and it's got a really quite a satisfying shutter sound. Like yeah. Yeah, Chris's response to it was like, why don't you just put a filter on it? Well, just I said, with your digital camera I'm, I'm, and put a filter on it. I'm, I'm a pragmatic individual. <laughs> I would just get a good camera and then just put an 8mm filter on. But you're right, you know, you can't be the real thing. Except you can. Um, but fair play to you, Pete. Well done. Cheers, mate. Always pushing the bar mm. on your wacky ridiculousness. We've got some uh, quick Japanese. Oh, hello. Speedy Japanese. I've forgotten okay. the old, the, my own brand name for what I called it. Speedy Japanese mm-hmm. lessons. Um, I've already ruined the first one, adult cream pie. Do you remember what that was? Uh, Do you remember the word for adult is in Japanese? Oh, you just literally just said it. And you've forgotten it? Yes. That's the cherry strong zero. Otona. Uh, otona, good. Otona. 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 Do you know what children is then? Or child? Oh, otona. <laughs> I, what was that? I have no idea. Uh, kodomo. Kodomo. Oh, kodomo. yes, kodomo. Okay. Kodomo. I thought that was just for boys, little boys. Kodomo. Oh, kodomo. kodomo and I always... otona. Remember that, or don't remember that in this case, Kodomo uh, being a little bit like Komodo, the dragon. So, little baby dragon, Kodomo. Komodo, Kodomo. All right, yeah. Just move on <laughs> a few a few letters around and it works. And then Kokoro is heart. Good. But that's not part of speed Japanese <laughs> not part this week. part of it, no. What about snow? Couldn't sing, not tell you. Seeing as we're tell you. surrounded and we're covered surrounded by, snow. by the bloody stuff. Uh, snow is Yuki. 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 Ah. Yuki. Oh, that's cool. You, you know a couple of Yukis. 
I do. So that Sno- could be your his name is Snow. That could be Snow well, Kedath. Uh, Yuki can also Yuki, like if you yeah. imagine the elongated you, right. Yuki can also mean like courage and honesty and cool. honour. So Yuki, the shortened version, is Snow. Nice. Yuki is courage and honesty. Yeah. But do you have courage and honesty? No, I've got exactly. strong, I've got a strong zero. I will I'll hope to acquire that through drinking nine <laughs> percent alcohol. Well, <laughs> well, you can film your exploits on your video camera. Mm. Oh, video! What's camera. video camera in Japanese? Ah, uh, if I was a betting man, I'd probably say video camera. Close. Video no camera. No, close. <laughs> camera no video. No, the first time was pretty much so. Yeah, uh, video. I can't no, even video. say. I've drunk too much strong zero. Video camera. Video camera. Video camera. Video camera. Nice. So, and the V, they don't really have the V sound, it's B. It's a uh, video uh, camera. I see. Video camera. Uh, well, there you go. There you go. Nice bit Snow, of speedy Japanese there. No, Yuki, video camera, video camera, otona, adult, otona no cream pie. <laughs> adult cream pie. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. And now we turn our undivided attention to the fax machine. What have we got? 
this week, Mr Donaldson. We've got an email from Travis from Adelaide. <clears throat> we met a few people from uh, Australia on our little couple of days. But, we uh, have, yeah. Hi Chris and Beats, I'm a long time watcher slash listener. Uh, Travis from Adelaide, Australia. I, I recently spent a wonderful month in Japan. Throughout my stay, I try my best to speak in Japanese. This, for the most part, went well. However, I've uh, recently learned that uh, one phrase I repeated quite a lot might actually be considered quite rude. Each time I asked for something in particular in a restaurant or a convenience store, I would say, Kore de kudasai. And point to the item. I thought it was being polite, uh, but I've recently discovered that this might actually be a little bit rude. Telling them to do something for me, rather than asking politely. Would this really be considered rude? Did I leave a trail of disgruntled 7-Eleven staff everywhere I went? Is the question. Regards. from Adelaide. Interesting. Is Kudasai a little bit rude? So Kudasai means please give me, or please give me, but it's a little bit rude. It's it's not rude really, but it depends on what context you're using it in. Right. The rule of thumb in Japanese is that the longer a sentence is, the more polite it is. Mm. So often, if I want something, I'd be like, "Ah, kore shitotsu onegaishimasu." Right. Kore wo shitotsu onegaishimasu. Like, uh, onegaishimasu instead of kudasai. Kudasai, yeah. Uh, kudasai, you can use it. You can use it. It's not. Re- it's not. Again, the cherry strong zero is kicking in. Uh, <laughs> it's not wrong to use that. No. In a restaurant, because you know you are looking down on the staff. Technically, you're. The customer. Mm. So it's fine to use it in a restaurant. Fine to use it in a shop. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're working in a Japanese work environment and you would just say it to someone higher up than you, yeah. like your boss, yeah. something like, you know, Koryo Kore Kudasai, then that Past would be... the strong zero, Dave, boss. That, yeah, that would be a little bit rude and a little bit risky. Mm. So I wouldn't use that. Just use Onagosumas. But no, for the context you've used it in, Travis, it's perfectly reasonable and perfectly fine. You're not a rude... Individual, you haven't left a trail of destruction. The only thing I'll say is it's not Kore de Kudasai, it's Kore o Kudasai. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's the difference between Kore o and Kore wa? Oh dear. You've opened up a Pandora's box of grammar there. <laughs> um, well, wa, wa is a topic marker, right? Right, yeah. So you're saying, like, if I say like. Uh, about this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd like this. The easiest way to remember it is if I go, oh, Kore wa, like regarding him. Mm. Kore, you know, whenever you use wa, you're referencing the thing that came before it. Yeah. So yeah. this, I about this. Well, yeah, basically it. regarding Pete. <laughs> this, but there's an expectation please. that there's something coming. Right. There's something yeah. coming. Well, like <laughs> you get out of it. There's something uh, coming. Like rather than say onamai wa nandesuka. Right. Right. What is your name? Mm. You just go ask oh, them. Onamai wa. Regarding your name, and then they'll answer it. Right. Right. So what is great because you need to ask you don't need to say the whole question cool uh, well anyway if you're doing 7-Eleven they're always talking at you anyway I have no idea what they said there you go they're just constantly going and this is the money you've given me and I'm going to give you this change and then I close the class <laughs> register they just, just explain everything to it this has made me drunk this be it, this horrible strong zero I can't even talk Chris this is the worst idea I, 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 I find myself in a similar position I've been I've drunk enough of it I've drunk like half a can of this <laughs> stuff disgusting I read that one can of Strong Zero is the equivalent of, sh- of four shots of tequila. Ugh, I don't know if I course. believe that, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. Right, next one uh, is from John. Hello, Except John. It's, it's, it's spelt, your name is spelt D-J-O-N, so it could be Dijon. Yeah, well, it says... Um, Dijon? It says, well, Dijon? They're, they're or like, Jean? Like the uh, mustard, but i Okay, not. Dijon. All right, hey, then. Chris and Pete, my name is... Oh, I should have read that bit first. Hey, Chris and Pete, my <laughs> name is 
Dijon, like the mustard. Cool. Uh, from Rancho Cucamonga. Cucamonga in California. And I was curious to know your thoughts on the coronavirus outbreak here mm. in China and how it's affecting tourism in Japan. Also, like you guys, uh, my wife and I will be attending the Sapporo Snow Festival. Any tips for the Snow Festival? We really enjoy the YouTube channel and the podcast. Keep up the great work. Dijon. <laughs> well, we've been to the Snow Festival. That's what, that's what we've been And we've to. discussed the... the uh, coronavirus a little bit, so we yeah. touched on some of those topics. Squared that away. What I will say is, um, I can't give you any tips about the Snow Festival, but I do know a great cocktail bar mm-hmm. called Flare Bar. Flare, as in like F-L-A-I-R. Mm. Flare. On the eighth floor, was it the eighth floor? Above mm. McDonald's at Suskinor Crossing. Of the the kind of beating heart of Sapporo. Of the road from the Nikai Whiskey um, guy. Is it Nikai? Nika. 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 Nika Whiskey. Yeah, the... Um, the iconic crossing in Suskino. There's a mm. great cocktail bar, flare bar. They do like cocktail magic. I think that's what it's called when you throw cocktails around. <laughs> right. Is there another word for it? It's just dicking about. Right, dicking about. Make me my drink. Hey, f- <laughs> hey. Right. Let's. He make wasn't me, dicking about. Make he, me my drink. I shout. He, I'm thirsty. In this cocktail bar, he set fire to a bottle of wine and he f- threw it over his head and spun it around. That was pretty cool. And it was fair. pretty impressive. Yeah. But from there, you've got an amazing view of Sapporo. The drinks aren't bad, and that is just an amazing place. We were there last night, and I put that in the video, and um, I beat people at Pop-Up Pirate, so bonus. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you have a great time, Dijon, and who knows, we might bump into you tonight or tomorrow. Mm. Um, we've got one from Aaron. What have we got, Pete? Aaron from Perth, Australia. Huge fan of the channel and the podcast. Chris and Pete, I've been to Japan twice. Both times, I've had the same problem. By the end of my um, two to three weeks in Japan, I would have accumulated copious amounts of those one-cent coins that I couldn't find a use for. Can you explain why these one-cent coins exist? And for my next trip, what can I do with these coins so they don't fill my wallet? Hmm, interesting. Kind regards, Aaron from Aaron from uh, Perth, Australia. It's one of the sort of situations I think um, you see those little um, boxes at like Don Quixote near the room where you get your receipt. So you can take a penny if you need it. Well, yeah. I mean, I. it's funny as you should see, we should read this question out as my laptop is currently resting on a lot of one yen coins <laughs> that you've left on your hotel desk table. Yeah, that, that's where I leave most of my one yen coins. I never leave with them. I was like, look, if I'm sure. I imagine there is a generation of children with maids for mothers and or fathers uh, that have grown up their whole college has been paid for through one yen coins because that's where I put mine. Have them. Don't want them. I mean, tens. Don't need tens either. <laughs> Not even fifties to be honest. hundred yen or nothing. Because Japan is a cash-based society though, mm. you do leave your holiday in Japan with just so much bloody coins. Yes. One tip do. is, you know, just donate them to charity. Every yeah. convenience store tends to have a box by the counter and more often than not, if they start to pile up in my wallet, I will just put them in there. Yeah. So I feel like I'm making the world a, get a better place <laughs> and I'm getting rid of something that causes incredible amounts of frustration. Or you can shout at the person, is this enough for a strong zero? I've got Or, yeah, coins. or collect up 110 <laughs> one-yen coins and then buy yourself some 9% strong zero. Oh, Jesus, it's disgusting. It really is. I haven't, you know what? This is, this is going to amaze you, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Pete hasn't had a coolish yet. I have the coolish yet. I had a um, tangerine one in Niigata. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I've had one coolish. He's had his coolish. And, and to be honest, it is 
minus three. It's not ice cream weather. And to be honest, I've not seen a lot of it. I've only seen the vanilla version. I'm not going to go all out on a vanilla version if there's going to be a, a tangerine version or maybe um, like a different flavour later on. So, you know. And to be honest, Coolish, the Lotte company, the Korean ice cream company Lotte, have been disrespectful to me in many ways. Yes, they've directed they, insults at you. They've not, they've not uh, responded to any of my tweets. I'm very upset. So, there we go. One Coolish... I've been here for three days. We'll have to start a campaign. <laughs> but uh, in closing, it's been a great time. I've really enjoyed it here. Mm. Um, and Pete's sticking around in Japan for another couple of weeks. So that's great. So we're going to do some more podcasts here while we're in Japan. Aye. Um, I don't think we'll do the thing we did the last time you were here. You might recall um, Pete and I walked around Shibuya Crossing mm. with microphones, trying to talk and dodge traffic at the same time without being run over. <laughs> and uh, it had a bit of a... Uh, love-hate relationship with listeners. Some people loved it. They liked the idea of being pulled through Shibuya, uh, the ASMR aspect of it, and a lot of people hated it. I, for one, didn't like it because nearly got run over. So I don't think we'll be doing that. But uh, I'm looking forward to spending more time with Pete. I'm looking forward to doing our two-year anniversary podcast. Yeah. Next week. We've been doing this two years as of next week. That is mental. Holy crap. I cannot believe it. Um, And a huge thanks to all of you guys who've been listening the last two years. Um, the podcast has only grown bigger and bigger as time's gone on. Um, and we haven't missed a single week. Credit where it's due to us. It's, we've never missed we a live single on week the, in two the, years. We live on the other side of the planet from each other. So, And yet we still manage to do this every week. <laughs> I know. Say what you want about us, but we're dedicated to the cause. <laughs> um, but in honour of our two-year anniversary, um, we'll be doing a Fax Machine special next week, answering yes. your questions and comments and reading out your stories. So do send us in your comments, questions, and stories to abroadinjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next time, next week, to do it all over again. And the video of our time in Sapporo should be up in the next few days. So do keep an eye out on the Abroad Perspective YouTube channel. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great week, and we'll see you next week. We won't see you, but you'll hear us. <laughs> I always bundle that, don't I? All right. Bye. Bye. Strong zero. We're done too. Was a Stakhanov production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.